from the bottom, now we're here, girl. Oh, yeah. This is my butt right here. Welcome to Shady Pines, an afterthought media podcast on which gay people discuss the Golden Girls. Today we're talking about season two, episode 21, titled Dorothy's Prized Pupil. First from show business, please say hello to Adam Salandra. Hello, Adam Salandra. How are you doing, my friend? Hi, Joe. I'm so good. How are you? I'm doing very well. You actually sound very good in your microphone today. I think you're actually using good microphone technique. It's so funny that you say that because I was bent down, which you did tell me to do. And yes, he you did. know, here I am Hi, 22 everyone. weeks later. But, um, <laughs> ironically, got the job. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually can't hear myself. And normally I can't. So funny that today it's good. Oh, how interesting. Are you plugged into the microphone? Yeah, I can oh. hear you. Oh, I don't know. I'm what's going on. Hey, there. what do you do? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Anyway, oh, and as did everyone. Sorry. Yeah, it's all right. So, uh, and then also from the podcast, the only person with an actual plug, Pod is my co-pilot. <laughs> Please say hello, hello, hello to Taylor the Latte Boy. Hello, Taylor the Latte Boy. Hello, 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 hello. I got to tell you something. Uh, my friend Adam Vaught called me like at at five fifty five my time, eight fifty five your time, Taylor. I'm all, is everything okay? He's like, yeah, I, I need to do a rant though. And he go, okay, I, I literally have two minutes. Go ahead, go. And he goes, okay, I take two minutes. And he goes in this two minute rant and he goes, cause Adam Vaught listens to throwing down and, um, the tea and that's it. Okay. Oh, he goes, okay. yeah. Well, he doesn't like drag or anything. He's a straight guy. So he goes, um, sick. Yeah. So he goes, um, <laughs> He's, but you guys are going to like this. He goes, he starts telling me about this podcast and on The Ringer. He goes, I don't know what your thoughts on podcasts, but I need to do a rant about this podcast about these chefs. And they try out recipes and he'd heard about it before. And and he'd been mean to listen to it, but he hadn't gotten to it. And then they promoted this one episode. you got to listen to the latest one. They're going to talk about martinis. He thought it'd be interesting to hear chefs talk about martinis, blah, 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 blah. So he goes to this podcast and he goes, oh, it was in before I even opened it, I saw it was an hour and 12 minutes. And I was like, what kind of podcast is an hour and 12 minutes? I'm all, that's pretty much every Drag Race recap episode. And then he goes, then he goes, um, and can I please, can I please, I'm going to ask you, Joe, I'm going to ask you, can you guess how long did it take for them to actually start talking about martinis? And I go, yeah, I was like, <laughs> and I, he goes, I go, I don't know, 42 minutes? Yes, 42 minutes exactly. Would you ever let that happen, Joe, on your show? I go. You said, well, I did guess the time. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah, I, said, I, I told him. I said. I would never let that happen on Throwing Down. Yeah. <laughs> on the Martini show. Yeah. Right. I said, you can go to the Drag Race Recap podcast. I go, I challenge you. Pick any tra- episode at random. And I know you don't listen to Drag Race. And note down the minute time. Where we actually start talking about RuPaul's Drag. <laughs> actually, we've gotten it pretty good in the recent seasons. Because- well, because we also have Just Between Us Girls mm-hmm. now, too. So mm-hmm. that'd be, because, and that was a, because we had people that complained that it would take us a half an hour before we get talking about the shit, about, uh, the girls. So, so Landra can't even no. make it 10 minutes. 
<laughs> and every time you've been talking about Drag Race in that time. Oh, have I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every week. So I, I listen to more than 10. That's the joke around town. Let me get in the mic. That's the joke. <laughs> now, I'm actually going to do something that's a little unusual, unorthodox. Is And uh, Salandra and T- – well, I can say Adam did that one because we couldn't – because when Adam Burns was on – we had two Adams. Three weeks ago. Yeah, three. Mm. <laughs> um, Adam and Taylor and I were talking, and uh, we're just shooting the shit, shooting the breeze, just between us uh-huh. girls. And I got an alert on my watch that made ask, and the little test is I'm like, we have to start the show right now. This is too fucking weird. Oh, that's not what this whole thing about Adam Vaught was. No, about? no, 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 no. No, but I'm, oh. gonna, tell, I'm gonna tell you now. I'm gonna tell you now. Oh, well, it was the intro to the intro. No. With, right. I was no. like, he was awfully excited about a rant. <laughs> yeah. I don't no, know no, if no, this no. is really, no. No. you know. No. I was doing the references today, and I, and I Wikipedia every reference. I, you know, I, I just read the, you know, on Wikipedia, Wikipedia, they give you like the first paragraph is like, like a summary, and then they go in yeah. depth. Mm-hmm. I'll read the first paragraph for every single person, right? And I was laughing because every person on this list was dead. And I was going to be, there's one person alive. Right, and I go on this list, and then I got the alert, and I was even thinking, "Wow, that person's old. I wonder what he's like now." And I got the alert; he died today. Walter Mondale, presidential candidate, nineteen eighty-four, dead today at ninety-three. Announced just as we were starting the show, but that that was that's that's weird. weird. That was going to be that is weird because I was going to do that thing where I go alive or dead alive, and it's it's funny because most of them we know are dead, right? And like Reagan and Nancy Reagan and Betty Davis. And the joke was going to be Walter Mondale is going to be like, I was going to ask Taylor, alive or dead? You know, and I figured, you, what would you have guessed anyway? I would have guessed dead. Yeah. And so yeah. when I looked him up and that he was alive, I'm like, oh, that'll be a great bit that he's still alive and then dies. Like literally as we're starting the show. Bit I- ruined, but very worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Condolences to his family, but it was wild time. <laughs> but you know what? It added content to to the, this amazing show called Shady Pines. Yeah, right. it feels like oh, we practically jumped right in. Yeah. Everything else he did was nothing compared to the sacrifice of dropping dead five yeah. minutes before right. we started taping this show. As someone who doesn't know who he is, I agree. I feel like that was his biggest uh, contribution to my life. You really don't know who Walter Mondale is? No. Except based on these faces, of course I'm just kidding. <laughs> Who is <Not>. Walter Mondale? <laughs> uh, okay, I can't even. Last week we did a whole. I tried to pretend I knew who people were, and I. <laughs> but Salandra, I, 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 I even said what he did, what he was famous for. Mm-hmm, but I wasn't listening then. <laughs> presidential <laughs> candidate. Listening now. <laughs> yeah, did you say presidential candidate? I did. Yeah. 1984. Oh my gosh, I can't keep track of all the Actually presidential candidates. Actually, lost in like the worst landslide, electoral landslide in history, where like yeah. he lost every state except his own. Yeah. Dang, and I'm yeah. sp- and you guys were shocked. I didn't know who he was. <laughs> I- I'm supposed to know him for being the biggest loser, essentially. Of uh, which now is horrible. He just passed, but mm-hmm. but in all seriousness, like, what was he? Like, do you think 20, 30 years from now, people are going to know? John Kerry. I mean, people who don't know things like me. Mm. I don't know know who John Kerry is. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. yes. I'm I'm thinking of of candidates who lost. Obviously, they've done other things, but you know, he was a presidential candidate. Okay, how how far back in in losing presidential candidates can you go? Oh my God, a guarantee. Gore is is as far as I can go. Ninety six. You have no idea. 
Um, well, Bush. No. Lost to Clinton at some point. At, in 92. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. They had to just think of uh, who lost in 96. I, um, I just did a, oh, God, can funny, I Funny, he's still alive. Tick, tick, tick. Oh, tick, tock. <laughs> he was 107 then. Yeah, I know, but he's still alive. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Oh, I actually did know. Cool. Mm-hmm. But, no. I'll okay, but there was, there was in 92, and probably the reason Bush lost, there was a third-party candidate in 92, and actually 96. Do you know who that candidate yeah. was? Yes, definitely. That's who I was thinking of. Um, why in this moment I, his name's escaping me, but he's the little guy with the big ears from Texas. Like, I definitely do know. Um, Bob, Ross Bro. Ross Bro. Wow. Very good. How about 88 after okay. Mondale? I was four. Okay. And I didn't start listening to Paula Dix until way too late. Paula Dix is my drag name. Paula. <laughs> but Paula... No, I apologize. That I was listening to. Uh, in, uh, hiding in my closet at, yeah. at a young age, for sure. Yeah. Uh huh. But presidents and stuff, no. Michael Dukakis, brother of actress Olympia Dukakis of Steel Magnolias, and I voted uh, for him just for that. But also uh, the what's the Tales of the City, and uh, what else has she been in? Moonstruck. She won an Academy oh, that's right. Award for Moonstruck. Moonstruck Academy Award yeah. for Moonstruck. You're right. Uh huh. And his his wife is dead, right? Isn't Kitty Dukakis dead? I don't know, but wasn't the thing because she went to see a the therapist or something, or she had took Xanax or Prozac or something? That was a whole drama. She well, she was like an alcoholic or oh, was well, she a little that, glug, that glug, came glug. out? I think during the Bob Dole is ninety seven. Always does. Way. Yeah, yeah, no, no, Bob Dole was a million man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Walter Mondale was the first presidential candidate that had a woman as his running mate. That's right. Geraldine Ferraro yeah. was the running mate for him in 84. She's yeah. been dead for years, though. Yeah. Now, that I genuinely, genuinely didn't know. I, I hope this isn't embarrassing, but I thought to, in my world, Sarah Palin was the first. No. No. Sarah Palin was the first Republican. Yeah. Though she wasn't the first Republican that woman that ran for president, Elizabeth Dole, I think, was the first woman that successfully that got pretty far in the primaries, like, and that's, that's going back like oh, so interesting, like maybe two thousand no or two thousand four or something. Yeah, like two thousand, I think. So wow. she was she was like the front runner early on. She kind of did like some of them where she had a really successful first couple of debates and then trailed off. Yeah. Wow. But guys, thanks for teaching me all this. Yeah. Mario, one of Dorothy's students, writes a prize-winning <laughs> essay on what it means to be an American. After seeing Mario's picture in the paper, the Department of Immigration and Naturalization Services learns that the boy is in his country illegally and has him deported. Meanwhile, Rose volunteers herself as Blanche's servant when Blanche presumes that Rose lost Blanche's earrings. Later, we learn that Blanche had misplaced the earrings in between the seats of some trick who stops by to drop them off along with Rose's missing watch. <laughs> as revenge, Rose turns the tables on Blanche. Let's go to our very special guest, one Taylor the Latte Man, as I've learned to call him. <laughs> uh, uh, Taylor, what uh, what were your just general overall thoughts on this episode? I forgot the B storyline um, and enjoyed the B storyline much more than the A storyline. This is not one of my favorite episodes. I I was never a big fan of the very special episodes of TV shows just at all growing up. Um, and this felt very, very special episode to me. Plus, I'm not a big fan of kid actors. So the fact that Mario Lopez was so prominent through the whole, through the whole thing. Um, and when you look back now with adult eyes and, and more, you know, a little bit more cultured eyes and stuff, it is very much a story of 
uh, the great white savior kind of coming in and, you know, I'm going to give this kid a leg up and then I'm going to fight for him to stay in the country. And, oh, well, you know what? You didn't get in, but I'll miss you. And we never hear from him again. We never hear anything about the storyline, which I also get Golden Girls. Each story is its own little contained bubble. And she may have been pen pals with them the whole time. But there was something about it that was very ew. Like, like the scenes, I understand that they're supposed to be bonded, but there was almost a patronizing to mm-hmm. it that I that I didn't like. So not my favorite episode. So, Landry, you want to weigh in? Yeah, um, I remember never loving this episode as well in the past. And what you said is exactly right. I wrote down that the B side is by far my favorite uh, B side. I guess that's music, but the B storyline mm-hmm. is that I did remember. I didn't know it was for that episode and I prefer it a ton. Um, for starters, I can't stand hearing Dorothy call him Mario. It just sends a <laughs> spill up my spine. Which is so um, funny because as a joke to, to intentionally aggravate or irritate my boyfriend, I call – anytime I've heard of Nintendo, I'll say yeah. uh, Mario Kart or something like oh, that. Just it, it, no, it drives to, to annoy someone, that's yeah. great. That's on purpose. But yeah. um, that's a weird choice, especially for someone as – sophisticated as Dorothy, the actual character Dorothy, I think you would just know that it, or, or am I wrong? And we changed it. I, I would think that the, well, I'm thinking Italian, but um, the Latino spelling, I mean, pronunciation would always be Mar. Is that not true? Yeah. Or it's Mario. Are we? Yeah. It's Mario. Yeah. Okay. So that's weird. Um, I also felt a little uncomfy that it felt like, frankly, Blanche was flirting with him as a child. Um, <laughs> that's I didn't pick up on that. I didn't pick up on that. It's my first note. So, uh, I I was, (laughs) it was definitely at the beginning. Um, I mean, not, not like trying to sleep with him, but just she, you know, she didn't turn her flirtation off just because she can't, which is totally fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I, I did pick up on it. Um, but you know, it's fine. We did it. We did it. We didn't do it. We, (laughs) I guess we didn't do it. We we barely made out in the episode. (laughs) I don't know what that means. Um, you know what's so funny? I, I never thought of the the white savior route. I did think about the part where I was just like, I like how uh, Mario is deported, and she's like, just closed the door, and she's like, I need to eat some cheesecake. And it's just it, first of all, it becomes all about her, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and not immediately calling a lawyer. She's like, I'm gonna fight for you. Door closed. I need some cheesecake and watch some TV. <laughs> well, that yeah. is the. The whiteness of it all. Yeah, and we'll know. Yeah. yeah, but you know, uh, it's so funny is, uh, is once again, it's one of my favorite things. And I know Mike Lawson, I know he listens and he'll be annoyed by this, but like, again, the time makes no sense. There's no sense <laughs> of time in this show. Between, there's no time comparison between the B storyline and the A storyline. So let's think about this. We meet Mario. Mm hmm. <laughs> That was a big mistake on my part. (laughs) (laughs) We meet Mario. She enters him into the contest. He wins. They publish it. The INS knows exactly where he is immediately and comes, takes him away immediately. No discussion. He has a court case and he's deported all in the span of the week that that Rose is Blanche's servant. Oh, yeah. I knew the story, the timeline didn't match up, but then I thought, oh, wait a second, they make a reference to it. it's been a couple of weeks or something, but even a couple weeks, she is still fa- the servant. <laughs> yes, it's, it's very fast. Yeah. Was, 
was it, I, I couldn't remember it. Is it because of Dorothy? Yes. It was because he was published that they found out. Yes. So not only is he like her being the white savior, but it's all her fault. It looks like real life. It's actually the white person's fault. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, when she says at times, I feel so bad. I feel like it's my fault. It's really is kind. Of, mm, yeah, no, it is your fault. As you should. As you should. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, uh, poor Mario. There's a now. Were you like me in this? Where? Um, oh, by the way, we never took a break. Why don't we take a break? <laughs> and we'll come back right after this. We're a little too on track now. Yeah, I know. Adam about scared the shit out of me. <laughs> This is where I was supposed to read the Mario part and have the whole discussion and everything. Sorry, everybody. But anyway, <laughs> here's the deal. is There's a scene where, I don't even know why, but uh, Rose is wearing like little shorts over on the, um, the lanai. And I yeah. could not stop staring at Betty White's legs. You perv. By the way, I, Taylor may not know this. Solandra's constantly doing uh, the Ghost of Marley scene in Christmas Story <laughs> in his house. <laughs> Just so you, when, when you hear true. all when you the hear things, the, all the ten, Jacob Marley's always just haunting Solandra's apartment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Th- I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and I just thought it was weird that she was in shorty shorts, but then a long sleeve shirt. Yeah, yeah. There was like a, that to me was just a very odd combination of clothing. Yeah, older older people in shorts is always, which I, I think is. I don't like that. I want to wear shorts when I'm older, but um, there is always, but especially a woman. Yeah. Why? It's not fair. But obviously, way, it was jarring. Way about you when I see you. Uh, well, it's not fair. Wearing shorty shorts. Um, <laughs> by the way, just so, wait for this summer, baby. Do These you follow this? Do you, are you pale? Do you follow this cilantro on social media? There, Taylor. I do. Are you now the official ambassador of West Hollywood, Solandra? It's like every weekend, it's like you and your sister at a different restaurant, which I'm like, once again, not invited. Well, it's not always my sister. The celebration is specifically because my sister was very COVID conscious and she's out of the house now. Oh, she is. But I too was um, being good. And so what you're seeing now is the very, very beginning Mm -hmm. of the Renaissance period of, of my life, heading back out into the world. I was fully uh, before pre pandemic mm-hmm. ready to get married as you know, it was supposed to happen. And then baby, blah, 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 blah retirement, whatever it is. Wait, hold on. Taylor doesn't know. Adam got pregnant. Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> During pandemic. Yeah. And not showing yet, which is great. But the thing is now that I've had a year of being stuck inside, all of those things are on hold. I need, I, I feel like I'm 20 again. I just want to go out and get drunk and party. And that's not going to last forever. Thank God. Um, but it is, that's where I am now. So yes, I have been in West Hollywood. And is it weird that you guys are, are both Philly boys? Mm, well, I'm Pittsburgh. We are. Oh. Oh. Awkward. Uh, there's a uh, Philly boy. So, so you just associate Philly and Pittsburgh as being the same thing. They're not. Interesting. Oh, you're racist. Oh, the Walter Mondale notification just popped up and i wouldn't have given it a second thought so thank you yeah interesting <laughs> how far are pittsburgh and philly from each other six hours that Three far? hours Three. Three. is it longer more than that 
I, I've I I actually have no yeah, idea. Yeah, they're 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 on opposite ends of the state. Mm-hmm. We're a thick state, so hmm. takes a minute. Have you ever been to Philly, Adam? <laughs> I think when I when We're I was young. But that's why I'm technically, sure. I'm from New Jersey, but I'm right outside of Philadelphia. Oh. And you know, funny you say that because I think when I went, we went to is um. I don't know what beach it was, but was there a beach that's close to Philly, but it's in New Jersey? The Jersey Shore? Yes, there's no, several beaches along the coast. No, that are, not that. That are, would you? I mean, not, uh, either way, I think I went to visit Atlantic, Atlantic, not, it wasn't Atlantic City. Anyway, when I was a kid, I visited Atlanta, family there. Well, looking. Ocean uh, City? Ocean City, possibly. You know what? Okay. I don't know. But either way, mm-hmm. I think I've been to Philly yeah. as a wee boy, but never since. Mm-hmm. Sounds like From a- Philadelphia to Pittsburgh is four hours and 49 minutes. Just I love that because it kind of makes yeah. us both right. Yeah. It's right in between our guests. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, do you guys have any other thoughts on the actual episode itself? <laughs> uh, I have a few what, I mean, these are just very random moments. First of all, mm-hmm. when Blanche looks at the newspaper and <laughs> gets me every time and says, <laughs> says, now that's ugly to Dorothy's picture. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so outrageous. I, I couldn't even say it without laughing. And then, you know, when um Sophia comes in and they accidentally surprise her and almost kill her and yeah. instead of Mario. Mm-hmm. And then he comes in after and Dorothy says, oh, Mario, you spoiled our surprise. I'm like, yeah. they're mad at him for just walking in instead of just being on the ball. By the way, Mario right. Lopez's acting never got any better. Like he literally walks in. There's not even a pause. He's like he just walks in and goes, hey, guys, what's going on, everybody? Hi, nice to see you. I'm like, there's no pause or anything. Then like he's just like. What I miss, just smiling the whole time. Yeah, he's like, I know I have a dimple, and I'm just gonna go with that. I think his right. shifting to hosting is probably was for the best. Yeah, that's what I feel too. What was the last acting thing that he did? Was that like Nip Tuck? Well, he's back on Saved by the Bell, I think. Whatever the the reboot is, if you count. Oh, that. that's right. They did do that reboot. Yeah, yeah. Is it still going? I, I don't, don't know. count that, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Before that, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I, I had to look it up, and I don't want to yeah. do that. Anyway, uh, so are those all the thoughts on the episode? Yeah. All right. So now we do mm-hmm. our favorite part of the thing. And this is actually one we have an actual ex- expert here. I wonder. Let me see what this music is here. All right. We'll do this music here. I like this music. I'm going to guess dead. It's the references. You know what's so funny about this episode? Is I think Taylor had watched it already. I said, how are the references? He goes, oh, the few. And what's really funny is in the first minute of the episode, they spit out almost all the references in the first minute. Yeah. Got to cut some quick. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Taylor, you know how the game works. If you know, tell us what the na- what the who the reference is. If you don't, bluff. Okay. Okay. Bluff. All right. Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan was the... 40th president of the United States from the years 1980 to 1988. Salandra? Well, obviously I agree, but I, I imagine I would have just said president and you're just giving numbers. I love it. All right. You're great. All right. Next. Jane Wyatt, Taylor. Jane Wyatt. Jane Wyatt was the actress on um father knows best she played the mother on father knows best adam salandra 
I'd say Taylor knows best. That is surely true. That is correct. That is true. Jane Wyman. Jane Wyman was Ronald Reagan's first wife. And during the time that he was president, she played Angela Channing on one of my favorite television shows, which was Falcon Crest. Disagree. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Of course, that's right. (laughs) Okay, 100%. He agrees. Nancy Davis. Nancy Davis eventually became Nancy Reagan, but she was a small time actress. She only had a couple of bit parts when she eventually, uh, she and Ronald Reagan got married in the fifties or sixties. Adam Salandra. Agree. That is correct. Wow. Betty Davis. Betty Davis is Hollywood royalty who starred in movies like All About Eve and Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. Adam Slandra? Yes. Love Betty Davis. Next question. Have you seen either or both of those movies? Oh, definitely, definitely Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, thank God. Mm-hmm. All About Eve, sadly, I think maybe oh, not. Oh, you have to watch Oh, it. So that's good. a much better movie than Whatever Happened Is to it? Baby Jane. Oh, okay, so okay. Good. It's, it's so good. Yeah. So good. I mean, I really do love her, so that's worth it. They did. They did. Uh, Turner Classic Movies did a thing a year a year or two ago when I would go and they would show old movies at like the local theaters here. And All About Eve was one of the movies that my friend of mine and I went and saw and just loved it. What's it about? It's about an Eve. aging actress. <laughs> I guess an aging an aging actress on in the theater, and there's a younger actress who starts off as her assistant, but she starts to be conniving and backstabbing and trying to steal her part her position. Obsessed. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Next. Um. Joan Crawford. Joan Crawford. Joan Crawford was a another famous movie actress from the from the I think the twenties all the way up through the seventies, and was best known for whatever happened to Baby Jane, but also for uh, physically and emotionally abusing her children. Yeah, what a legacy! And of course, for <laughs> Alyssa Edwards' portrayal of Dua yeah. Dua on Dua. All Stars. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but yes, of course, I agree. All right. Barbara, please. (laughs) Barbara, please. Broderick Crawford. Broderick Crawford was a movie star best known for being the second and most famous actor to portray Tarzan the Ape Man in the Tarzan movies. Of course I agree, but do you think that's a real name? What a strong actor name that is. That is actually, he bluffed on you on that one. That's not who Broderick Crawford is. Broderick Crawford is an actor. He's a big fat pig who in the 50s was on a show called Highway Patrol. I actually know that my dad obsessively watches Highway Patrol and I'm kind of low-key. I don't watch it with him, but I'm obsessed whenever I pass by. Because it's A, the same plot. B, and I don't know if Solandra loves LA the way I do. They shoot a lot in like the like um, Fairfax District. And so you hmm. get to see those houses in the 50s and what it looked oh, like. Oh, actually, I'm very into that sort of yeah, thing yeah, yeah. to see what this was like. Then. Yeah. And, um, but he was a big fat pig and Canon, the show Canon in the 70s was like this, where it's these huge fat pigs who are cops and they have to like run after the person and there's no way they would ever catch them. Um, and, um, and so like they're always shooting at Broderick Crawford, but then he just shoots one time out of his like, he's like, Ugh, and then he shoots the guy dead. The other great thing about Broderick Crawford, and I knew this for a while, 
it, it reminds me of the movie Funny Farm, too. I bet you Funny Farm was stealing this story or no, know about this and they did it. Robert Crawford was on the show Highway Patrol, where he's a Highway Patrol officer, like a high-ranking Highway Patrol officer. He had a bunch of DUIs and couldn't drive. So in a lot of episodes, <laughs> someone has to either be driving him or they had to arrange that he was driving on a private road. Like he wasn't allowed to be driving. <laughs> <laughs> Movie magic, yeah. to say the least. So, yeah, uh, Broderick Crawford. That's why they're making the joke, because he's, like, literally a big fat pig, and they're saying that, you know, she thought that and he's Broderick married Crawford- to Ronald Reagan, apparently. Yeah, yeah he, that, so, that she thinks Rose thinks he's married to Ronald Reagan. Who played Cannon? Oh, God, what was that guy's name? I want to do, like, a modern movie of, like, Will Ferrell as Cannon. No, no, I want to do Will. <laughs> I want to do Will Ferrell. I want to do me as Cannon. I want to do Will Ferrell. I want Will Ferrell to play T.J. Hooker. Because the great thing about T.J. <laughs> Hooker is um uh-huh. is tj hooker first of all it's you know people always talk about bad toupees and i am the worst i cannot spot a bad toupee i every toupee fools me except Same. for except for william shatner's on tj hooker it is so mm-hmm. awful awful right also then no shade i mean he's a handsome man but william shatner is well into his 50s right and there are many episodes of tj hooker where he'll talk about how he's only 40 and meanwhile, uh-huh. he's, his partner is the very attractive, at least to me, Adrian Zemed, you know? Yes. <laughs> and in every episode, it's him and Adrian Zemed, right? And uh-huh. all the girls like are like ignoring young, hot Adrian Zemed. And they're like, oh, TJ, uh-huh. you're the sexiest person ever. And um, and you know when both of you right. know, you know when you go to Universal Studios and they have those horrible stunt shows and you're like, this is what it's like on TV shows. No, the only TV show that was ever like was on TJ Hooker, where it's like a box, a bunch <laughs> of boxes just blow up and the guy jumps. Like all those Stephen J. Cannell shows, like that. I think that was right. even one too, like the eight. All the cars magically crash into yeah. a fruit stand at some point. <laughs> yes, like yes. That, yeah. you know, yeah. by the pier. That's the exact same pier that's on every single TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Cannon, <laughs> Cannon was a fat pig detective, and uh, he was also like always kept like, William oh, Conrad. Thank you, William Conrad. They need to bring back those yeah. fat pig detective shows. And you heard you it and I can make a killing. <laughs> I know. Julio Iglesias. Julio Iglesias is a singer um, who normally sp- sings in Spanish, but he had a career in the 80s where he sang in English and he was very he was an older man but was just very much of where people thought he was very sexy and romantic. And he was always in a tuxedo. Um, he is also Enrique Iglesias's father and uh, sang a song. The, his probably most famous song in English was To All the Girls I've Loved Before, which was a duet, duet with Willie Nelson. Agree. Yes, thank you. <laughs> You're correct. Uh, I mean, I, I, I knew him. I knew him. I knew him as Enrique's father, of course. But I knew he was a famous singer. Um, well, he's yeah, also on an episode right. of The Golden Girls, right? Is he? Yeah. Uh, he is in an episode. Yes, he's in an episode with Sophie. He does a scene yeah. with Sophia. Yeah. Taylor, do you enjoy that? And you know all the references always. You you must be able to enjoy the episode in such a different way. Like I've been watching always and just sort of like laugh at the delivery of these jokes uh-huh. every time, but never know what they mean. But uh, kind of exciting. You actually knew whether, or maybe sometimes you're like, that's not funny because you know what it is, but it's always, well, a sometimes, 
Yeah, I mean, sometimes there's jokes that they do because of things that happened to the actor or actress or reference, you know, sort of like, ooh, yeah, now yeah, yeah. when you hear it. But sure. ooh, I mean, this better. is all stuff. I I grew up watching this show, so I, I and I lived, you know, the, the, a lot of the references and stuff I definitely got back then. And some of the stuff that I didn't really understand then because I was too young, now that I know more about some of the yeah, issues that they were cool. talking about, I laugh harder now at them. There's actually, it's kind of creepy, there's an episode early in this season where Sophia makes a passing reference to Krista McAuliffe. Not just here by name, but about the teacher going to space, because it's before the Challenger disaster. And um, they don't obviously reference it again, you know. It's not like Sophia's, like, telling Krista McAuliffe jokes on the... (laughs) Do you remember any of the Challenger jokes, Taylor? Did you know Krista McAuliffe? 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 Had blue eyes. Yeah, one blue over there, the other blue over here. Oh my god! Oh, I, I remember what was the what, what was the last thing Krista McCall whatever the, how you say her name, did? Uh, what was the last thing she said on the Challenger? What's oh, what? this button do? Oh, I didn't hear that one. What about? Uh, did you hear uh, uh, Pepsi sponsoring NASA? Yeah, they couldn't Needs get another se- seven astronauts. They, no, no they that's couldn't. that's what does NASA stand for? No, Sorry. yeah, not, yeah, no, that they couldn't get seven up. Hi everyone, I'm Joe Pants. <laughs> Wait, what, so that was a thing that was just like the Challenger blew up and people. Oh were my like, god, we it have was, some jokes. Uh, about this. Yeah, well, it, you well you figure middle schoolers and elementary school oh, okay. kids like Joe and I made jokes. Okay, about yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah, thing. yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. That that of course. There's yeah, nothing so what do you know about the Challenger disaster, Salandra? Mm-hmm. A little, yeah. So what? It was a big deal because not only was it an awful thing that happened, but also it was like because a teacher was going up in the space. They had like a vote and everything like that. Elementary schools around the country were tuned in to see this teacher go up into space. No so all the school kids way. are watching this. Yeah. Like it's a big deal, and they blows up to the point where like I remember just being like, we didn't know what like. Like it was just weird. Is we had okay? a snow day. We had oh, we did. had a snow day, so we that we weren't watching it in school. I just remember my mom like like yelling from downstairs, going, "Oh my god, the space shuttle just blew up!" Well, so. also now in the subsequent investigation, it's even more horrifying. Is they learned that at least a lot of the astronauts survived the initial explosion, so they were alive as they like they died on impact. On the on the ocean, not because of the challenge. Oh they, God! Uh, Why yeah. would they release that for laughs? Because they wanted to make those jokes make sense. <laughs> and it's and the laughs keep coming. So that yeah, makes it was sense. it was it was actually really weird because uh, instead of the usual, uh, uh, you know, like breaking news stuff, this is how it opened up. <laughs> Krista! (laughs) You guys are sick. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, as we know, the guest star on this episode was Mario Lopez, who went on to be on (laughs) Saved by the Bell. Acting never got any better, which is so funny because um, I was talking to Aiden about it, and Aiden only had a vague passing idea of who he was, and he said, is is he hot now? And I said, oh, you know, Taylor doesn't know this part. So Taylor, that's, that's why Aiden brought it up. I Googled because Mario Lopez is still alive. Maybe he's commented on this, right? So I Google this Mario Lopez. Now I go on YouTube, put in Mario Lopez, Golden Girls, whatever. And it says, Mario Lopez com- uh, discusses his experience on the Golden Girls. What a horrible interview this Mario Lopez is. 
<laughs> so he's like, hey, so yeah, I was 13, and I was on a Golden Girls episode called Dorothy's Prized Pupil, mm-hmm. and I played a kid named Mario, and I got deported. And uh, the episode comes on a bunch of times, and people always message me. I'm wearing a you know a denim jacket with a popped up collar. The end. And I go, I learned nothing new. He goes, Insightful. He goes, I think I was 13. Yeah. All I learned was like there was like what was, what did Blanche say? What did what you know what did Dorothy say? Rue McClanahan. What did Betty White? Nothing. Right. Learn nothing. Clearly uh, straight. Um, all right, here we go. <laughs> True, I know. You, clearly, that's straight. how you know. So anyway, so Aiden, that's exactly how you know. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. So Aiden goes, "Did he grow up to be hot?" And I go, "Oh, I go, actually, very attractive." I go, "What's really weird?" I said, "Is that he held it for a really long time?" Yeah, like I would say, real, like almost even like five years ago, three years ago, he was in his mid forties, and I go, "He looked twenty five. But you know, what I think the mistake he made was was always trying to look twenty five because on this video, you can it's from twenty nineteen. You can tell he's had work done, and I go, that ruined it. Like, just grow yeah. gracefully, you would have stayed hot. He's yeah. starting to he's starting to get that. I look like I belong in a wax museum. Yes. kind of that where where we're st- we're starting to get a little too much filler, and it's starting to move. Or, yeah, yes, yeah, it doesn't I'm, look good. I, 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 he could still do whatever he wanted to me, but that's yeah. That's, oh, I would judge him while he was doing it. Taylor, sounds, that's all that matters. Taylor sounds like Blanche <laughs> thirty years ago. <laughs> 35 years ago um all right time capsule this episode originally aired on march 14th 1987 in the time between this episode and the last episode chrysler purchased the american motors corporation easy e released the single boys in the hood president reagan addressed the american people about the iran contra affair and acknowledged that his plans to free the iranian hostages had deteriorated to an arms for hostages deal and you too released the album joshua tree i always look oh, wow. up what's happened in the time and usually it's nothing usually it's like in bosnia had an anniversary and like okay no one cares but this was the week where some stuff happened actually in between yeah. the episodes uh all right now we do the part with the cheesecakes adam salandra from show business we'll start with you how many cheesecakes are you giving this episode We've already discussed we maybe don't love the Mario of it all, Mm -hmm. but I had several little jokes that I wrote down that I enjoyed, and it still is uh, maybe not for the right reasons, but I I would almost consider it a classic episode. People know it, so I'm going to give it a a solid seven. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Taylor the Latte Boy, he of Florida. I am going to – I did not get very Mario feelings about this episode. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And um, the one thing, though, the one joke that I liked that they kept going back to was Rose consistently looking to tell the time and then realizing she didn't have her watch on was yeah. sort of a fu- was a funny little physical, like a little physical comedy. Well, thing. Also very clever um, writing, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give this a four. It's so funny. You said, Taylor, it's funny because I agree with everything Salandra said, but <laughs> also everything Taylor said. I'm giving it a five. Wow. Okay. To me, this is a right in the middle episode. of the road show. Yeah, because so we, like, they all agree except not. Yeah, because I feel like the <laughs> A yeah, the A storyline is like a three, you know? But the yeah. B storyline is like a six. So yeah. I'm gonna kind of split the difference. Not really, but five. Uh all right. Well, Taylor right. the Latte Boy, thank you so much for being a friend. Absolutely. Thank you. Adam Salandra. Also, you know what? Let me tell you something. And you're gonna be very surprised to hear this. Thank you for being a friend. I am surprised. And you know what? I'll see you at Wolfie's. 
you for listening to Shady Pines. You can find Adam Salandra on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Salandra. That's A-D-A-M-S-A-L-A-N-D-R-A. Uh, you can find Joe Batanz on Twitter and Instagram at J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Shady Pines is an Afterthought Media podcast.